to the Turtle Club. Hey! <laughs> Hello. Hello? Turtle Club. Where am I? We're here, everybody. Episode 7. They said we couldn't fucking make it. Well, guess what, you pieces of fucking shit. We fucking... I don't know why I'm mad at you guys. But I, think you, I think you're just being a little rude now. No, yeah. yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Actually, if you're listening to this right now, fuck you. If you're listening you know to this in the yeah. car, drive yeah. off the road. <laughs> oh. Oh, no. What? I'm starting strong. I'm doing it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, let's introduce ourselves. Um, my name is uh, Michael, and I've watched the Master of Skies 79 times this year. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus fucking Christ. Oh, shit. Okay, we'll get into why that is, but um, I'm oh Eli. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. How many viewings am I at? I think I'm at 47? Yeah, 47 watches. All right, my name is Dave. I'm up to uh, 35 watches. Okay, all right. And we have a guest. My name is Alan, and I've watched Master of Disguise 15 times this year. Whoa! Oh, my God! Jesus Christ! Oh, I don't fuck around. Wait, Alan, why did you do this to yourself? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, Well, I'll get right into it. So... Yeah, t- tell the people who you all, are. Why it's you're all here. very wrapped up in it. I so I am uh, Alan. I'm a comedian, and in 2019, I decided to start a podcast where I watched The Cat in the Hat every single day for a year straight, and recorded a reaction podcast every <laughs> single day. And That's a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Yeah, well, it was. It's so funny because. 2019 i was able to quit my job and just tour and do shows and just live off of comedy oh wow and so the first six months of that podcast is like me living out that kind of like dream of a year of like i'm just doing this and it's going well i'm starting to release like other people's albums for them and this podcast is going places and i which is like an insane thing to think about uh, and I got to like meet a lot of cool people because of it and do a lot of cool things. And then exactly six months into that podcast, the, uh, COVID shutdown started and <laughs> I had moved home for the winter back to my mom's between tours. So I wouldn't have to keep paying for an apartment. And so the first six months of me watching the cat in the hat is a lot of like fun times. And the last six months <laughs> by the end of it, <laughs> By the end of it, I work part time at a hardware store and live at my mom's. And it's this. Uh, <laughs> oh, buddy. And that took a hefty emotional toll to go from like yeah. just doing live shows and then all of a sudden no live shows. Well, and I've been trying are... to for the last while, like figure out how do I get back into yeah. comedy and like get that get my own groove going again. And then Eli hit me up about Master of Disguise. And I started watching this. I only had to watch it once a week, I was told. But I was like, I'm going to keep watching it as much as I can. And the suffering I felt, I was like, I missed this. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Like a Stockholm Syndrome. It really was. And then hearing you guys suffer through the last six months, I was like, I missed this. (laughs) And I have never been... I haven't been this productive as I have in the last month like uh i think since the covid shutdowns 
Master of Disguise like fully revived me, and I just kept going. This is the, I'm this glad is the it's bringing some sort of uh, positivity. I guess I'll call yes. it to you. I yes. couldn't believe it. This is I what hate I want. This movie. Okay, so quick. Okay, okay. I'm sorry. What are I went your on that, thoughts on Master of Disguise as compared to Mike Myers' Cat in the Hat? I can't believe. All right, so if if you're listening to this and you know who I am, you know that I hate it if anyone brings up the Cat in the Hat because it has man, it's like a PTSD. Yeah, uh-huh. no, I know that feeling. But now I'm like, the, that movie ruled compared to this. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> I've like talked to a lot of people, but like I miss that movie now. It's so much better. I like understand how good it is now. It. I, okay, all right. Hey, can I run a scenario by you? Yeah. Oh, Master boy. disguise every day for three months. Cat in the hat every day for a year. Uh, like Which again, month? or if I had never. No, done just it. blank slate. Blank slate. Oh, cat in the hat for a year. I almost wow. did Master of Disguise. Wow. Oh, wow. Wait. Whoa. So it was a close call, boys. Okay, okay. So how, how low would Master of Disguise have to get for you to pick it over Cat in the Hat? Like two months, one month, um, every day? I don't know. You know, maybe I probably should have taken a three-month deal. <laughs> I would say if it was like only two months, I could do that. Every day, okay. I could do that. All right. But hopefully I, in the uh, winter, I wouldn't honestly, want to waste my summer. I don't think I could do that. I don't like. I'm the one. Like I, I'm on the podcast. That I'm one of the master disguise guys, and I don't think I could fucking watch this bullshit movie every day for two months. Yeah. I don't think I could do it for one. It's yeah. yeah I mean, either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's here's the other thing too is the twist I took is I got I hit like a really depressive spell on uh, like Sunday of this last week, and I was just like I'm so down I feel like shit I don't want to ma- watch Master of Disguise today, and I was like I don't even have to this is the best day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did not make you watch it 15 times yeah i know it was just like i just kept doing it i told you four (laughs) times and you're the fucking masochist out here (laughs) it's like you know what (laughs) i watch it almost four times as many times as i needed to let's just dig into this old wound why not fucking ridiculous okay there's another thing that i do not want to like fucking forget about here but michael just said that he's seen this movie 79 times this year Uh yeah uh we gotta i I gotta hear this michael Mm -hmm. um what why is that yeah i watched it every day um in the month of june it's technically as of recording june 29th so i have one more day to go but um yeah i watched it every day for june that's horrifying that's mm-hmm. impressive. That's I was awful. really. I told Eli I was like I was gonna be a real villain to you today and say that was really cute that you tried that. But <laughs> then after I had that real depressive spell, I didn't have to watch it for a day. I was like that poor boy over there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, <laughs> poor so, boy. I guess I could just uh, get into. Well, my okay. List. Before you go into your notes, because you're going first today. Yeah. I just want to get a quick update on everyone's feelings. Like, how how you doing I'm, psychologically? Mental I'm gonna health skip, I'm going to skip mine because that's a big part of my notes. So you guys okay, go Okay, Dave, go ahead. I don't... Okay. I don't... I even wrote down this in, in the notes. I don't really laugh anymore. The fart jokes are all worn Wait, the out. Fart, the different that's disguises just starting? are all changed. That's yes. just starting for you? Yeah. Yes. 
That is Dude, I haven't fucking laughed since Watch 5. I've been I, laughing I gotta get for a while. By the way. I still laughed a little bit uh, at, like, certain things uh, through, like, even, like, the 20s a little bit. But now I don't laugh. At most, I'm just, like, sitting there like, huh, that's cool. The only joy <laughs> I get is from trying to do an impersonation. I'm slowly yeah. getting better. Yeah. Yeah, I uh my constable Mueller is getting up there. It's like hey, Constable Mueller. <laughs> From the Bavarian Constable Mueller is fucking dope. Okay, I um I'm not I, I I don't know. Last month uh was a big was a big thing where I wasn't suffering quite as much. Um I'm back to suffering a little bit. Um <laughs> It hasn't been fun. I've been watching this movie very minimally uh, this month, except for today. Um, well, and we'll get into that. But today wasn't so bad, so that that helped. I don't know. I just my feelings on this movie. I, like I used to, I talked about this before. How I'll get like a burning inside my skull yeah. when it's on, and I'm just like staring into the abyss. I don't have that anymore. It's now like a void, like. Ooh. It's not burning, it's not anger, it's not yeah. resentment, no, it's nothing. No, I know the voice. Like you no, broke through the wall and I, I just, just nothing. It's an, I have broken through the reality you know of like, my subconscious. You know Michael what it feels Keaton like? White noise. You know in school when your like history teacher would throw on some really boring like World War II documentary and it was like the, it was made in like 1980 and like it's like super old and you just kind of sit there and you're not listening, but you're not doing anything. And it's just like on, that's what this movie feels like. I, I would like, rather do that at this point. Like that, because the world war two thing, I could like space out and like, I could like, I don't know, like use my imagination. Hmm. I could, I could go on daydreams or whatever on this. This like shuts me down. Ooh, okay, like yeah. I put it on and I just like, I enter the void. It's like, right. it's like the opposite of Nirvana for me. It is a terrible thing. Can like I suggest this, something like, for you? Meditative state. Oh, Alan, yes. Please. Uh, do something every time you watch it. Like, do the same thing every time you watch it. What do you mean? Like, so, like, I went three straight months working out every single day for 76 minutes while I watched The Cat in the Hat. <laughs> wow. I learned piano while watching The Cat in the Hat. You can sit and just repeat an activity over and over and over again, and you will get so good at that, and then you will be able to blame the master of disguise for this. I did get an exercise bike semi-recently, and one of my goals was to like uh, be able to do the whole of Master Disguise without any brakes on it. And uh, that is a plan of mine, and maybe I should start that early like and just like pause it at brakes. That is a good idea. Like, it, it would be a way to, like, just the, f the idea of doing something else while I watch it, it does sound comforting. But also, in a way, I feel like I like playing piano a little bit. I'm not very good at it, but I play it a little bit on my keyboard. And I feel like if I started doing that while watching Master Disguise, that would ruin the keyboard for me. No, it makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> it brings pain to your art, dog. Yeah, it is true. I do need to art? suffer for what my music. Suffering? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, fuck it, Michael, You can noodling. do your notes. I I'm very curious about this hell month of yours. Yeah. So uh, Dave challenged me on an episode. I believe he was on an episode a few months. I did. Back, yeah. Um, saying he'd pay me sixty bucks if I watched it every day for a month, and he let me choose the month, which was very nice for him. Um, yeah, and as a teacher, I get summers off, so I've just been kind of chilling. I have to go into work every once in a while and do some stuff, but. You know, I'm just chilling, and I uh, had a lot of free time, so I was able to watch it uh, once a day, 
Um, the first day, I think this is where my notes start. I didn't leave a note, so if I'm repeating myself from last episode, don't let me know. Um, I, I woke up, and uh, there was a weird odor in our kitchen, and I couldn't pinpoint it. Oh, yeah. So I was like, okay, this might be a gas leak. I'm kind of worried. But my fiancé, who's much chiller than me, was like, all right, just wait. If it doesn't go away in a little bit, let's open some windows. We'll figure something out. So um, I put on the master disguise, and I'm a very anxious person, so it was wearing me, wearing me. And I get to the uh, uh, meatball scene, so like 15 minutes into the movie. And um, I, I'm getting more worried, so I'm like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to call the fire department and be like, hey, can someone come out and check if it's a gas leak? So um, I pause the movie. Fire department comes really quickly. Shout out to my local fire department. And um, they were like, oh, it's not a gas leak. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what is it? And he's like, he's like I don't know. I'm like, okay. And, but he was like, it smells awful. I'm like, yeah, it does. Uh, and then he was like, let me just look around the house and see um, if I you know, see anything. And I was like, okay. And he's walking around the house, and uh, he sees the master disguise on the television. And that was a little embarrassing. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> um, oh. It's really embarrassing. Like, he probably thought to himself, why the fuck is he watching this movie? If he knew what it was, you know, he probably had, like, a flashback to 2001. Um, but, and then I found out that our refrigerator broke, so we went without a refrigerator for a few days, and it was the electrical paneling. Um, awesome. That night, I woke up. And um, it was like four in the morning, and I started like projectile vomiting everywhere. Um, and I don't know why. I think it was acid reflux, to be honest with you. But it was no, bad. No, 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 no. Was on, this, on this show, we blame the master of disguise. Sure. Uh, <laughs> acid reflux you, doesn't exist. It was you had energico STDs, man. You yeah, probably. You infected yourself. See a dog. Yeah, like literally, like four or five times, I threw up on the floor before I even made it to the bathroom. It was awful. And, um, like, so, like, my fiancé was helping me real quick, and I was like, you know, I'll clean it up, just go. And, uh, as I was cleaning it up, I threw the master of disguise on. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and I stayed up. Yeah, so I stayed up and finished it then. But that was nice, because I didn't have to watch it when I woke up. So it was, like, you know, that was kind of nice. Yeah, the rest of the day. Um, yeah. You could, uh, like, write it up as, like, a weird nightmare you had. <laughs> yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. Uh, and then, so just getting into some other notes here, like, it, it kind of bothers me how awful the grandpa is as a human being. Because um, he lets so many people get kidnapped in this movie, and I've kind of talked about this before with, like, he lets the father get kidnapped. Yeah. yeah. But he also just, like, lets Sophia get kidnapped, and, like, it's just, like, it's a really stupid... Sophia gets kidnapped? Not Sophia. I'm sorry. Jennifer. Sorry, I was reading my notes further on and they say Sophia. Um, Jennifer. The Tush Queen? Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Are you and... telling me that there's an alternate timeline <laughs> yeah, where, the t- the where <laughs> Sophia also gets kidnapped? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Um, no, it's and... the same timeline. That's why she ends up with Trent. Yeah. Right, hold on, hold on, I'm going to get to this. Hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, hey, and, fuck up. and, uh,. Yeah, so, like, he just really bothers me. I, I think he, you know, I also have the theory or the fact that he, like, is the writer of the story. And I just think he's a true asshole. I'm not a big fan of Grandpa Disguise, I'm going to be honest. I've been saying um, that. Like, the guy is an asshole, so the alter ego of the cuteness can be sweet. Well, like, okay, so there's a lot of things about, like, the cuteness thing that, like, are so make it so much dumber and almost, like, better that they cut that out. Because, like... If he's the cuteness for 23 years, how does he not know about the attic? 
Yeah, so literally that was the next thing I was going to say with that. Like, he should know where the attic is. That's part, like, of the, that's part of the disguise, and that's why he knows immediately to touch the, the orb. But, but what, he's the one who asked Pistachio. He asked Pistachio. Well, he's trying to get Pistachio used to thinking. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm, this is part yeah. of his training. He knows he's the like, pistachio's an idiot. Yeah, he's trying to kick. But a really brain. good oh. waiter. Well, I do have my own theories on the grandfather, but I'll, I'm going to save those. Okay, that's okay. Good to so, think. so okay. I want to. I'm revising an old theory of mine. Okay. I had an old theory. I had an old theory that the that the grandma uh, that the, grandpa's fa- uh, grandma wife. Sorry. Was Sophia. I think that's bullshit. I'm not taking it anymore. This is my new theory. Sophia, right. Sophia, Trent, and Rex, all three are working for Bowman. Oh. Hmm. When okay. uh, Trent infiltrated by being with Jennifer and made sure that she got the job so that he could get information that way. Rex infiltrated by uh, getting a job at Fabrizio's. And infiltrating Sophia. Yeah. And, and Sophia infiltrated by starting to date Pistachio, but she was like, oh my god, I can't fucking date this guy. He's a lunatic. And so what they were doing at the bar is they were discussing their next plan of action because they're like, Sophia, you have to fucking date him. And she's like, no, I don't want to. Um, And so then when Trent freaks out on Pistachio and like it kind of ruins the whole thing because he's so angry at the whole situation... That's when uh, Rex comes in and he's trying to save it. He's like, I gotta save this for my boss or else we're not getting paid. And so he's like, hey, Pistachio, my waiter friend. But it doesn't work out, so that's my theory. They work for... So you, with this new theory, you are kind of like destroying several things with that. Because I really liked the Um, idea that Trent, Rex, and Sophia were just there to have a threesome. Yeah, no, they still were. (laughs) After, I, like, they regularly have threesomes. They casually hook up, but that's yeah. just beside the point. They have a yeah. nice little polycule. Yeah, like um, I also I also um, had another theory where Sophia is still the grandma, and this still works like this, but my explanation for Sophia being the grandma is that Bowman found the Fountain of Youth in his travels and gave it to Sophia. He's a rare <laughs> art collector, though. <laughs> yeah, that was my theory if I wanted her to still be the grandma. No, mm. I like uh, I like Sophia time travel grandma uh, a little bit better. The Fountain of Youth. No, the time. Yeah, I like it better than the Fountain of Youth. I think time travel is oh. more plausible in this type of universe. Okay, well, uh, I sure. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, so I just thoughts on that that they're all spies. Well, from no, the no, 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 no. You can't, you can't move past. This. <laughs> this is a debate we're having here. You can't just be like, yeah, sure. Did she find the fountain of youth, or did no, she no? I was from? saying, <laughs> I was saying that I don't think either. Sophia is not the grandma. Uh, yeah, Sophia is the grandma. No, she isn't. She definitely you have to is. To accept it. You have no, this no. Something, this something you get watching it seventy nine times. You're not listen, there yet. Listen here, you yeah. piece of shit. You You're can't be lording the seventy nine times shit over me. You can't do that. Yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want. I watch it seventy nine times. <laughs> um, <and laughs> Michael starts listening to people. these episodes. I knew this month was going to turn you into a fucking monster. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so as a and, fan, and I'm just... horrified and I'm unsubscribing right now. Yeah. <laughs> this bullshit. Michael starts murdering people on the street. The cops are like, "What are you doing?" It's like, "It's okay. I've watched Master Disguise seventy nine times." And they're like, "Oh shit. Okay. Well, you could go then." Oh my god, sir. I am so sorry. Continue. Right. Uh, so at my, at my uh, 60th watch, I jump around. I don't make notes every time for these. Um, okay. 
I was getting an oil change and I got an oil change and I watched it on my phone. And so that was a fun experience. Um, I was just kind of sitting in the lobby on my phone and the only seat was to my back to everyone. So I'm sure everyone saw that I was watching it. <laughs> like, um, man, that guy has really good movie taste. Yeah. Um, and just an update on my mental state at Watch 60. Um, it's just like a chore. I accept it. I don't really dread it anymore. It's just something I got to do, you know? Yeah, hmm. you know, yeah. you're doing That's what you, you gotta survive. do. So what's like like yeah. Alan, have you, did you ever get there in your in your travels? Oh yeah, dude, I went through like every wave of it. I loved it. I hated it. It felt like uh, hell for a while. Uh, but there was a <laughs> yeah. while where it was just like, this is what I do. I go, I, I like, I wake yeah. up, I watch it, I start my day. Because it's, it's like. like I, I can't change it. I mean, I could, but I'm not. So, like, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, it's what really... are your thoughts on the slide metaphor that we've been using? Um, I don't, I don't totally, I like it. I don't, but I, I don't want, I can't agree on my own, like, for me. So, you personally never had, like, a, like a bunch of tough watches and then, like, three watches in a row that were pretty good. Yeah, but if you well, was that what it was? I felt like it was it was a fun was time like, than a harder one. Then I guess yeah, that like is kind keep, of what it you is. Keep climbing up, and, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I guess I do agree. Less, the fun gets less and less rewarding as it goes because the ladder gets higher. Yeah, because yeah. I think sometimes it was really, really rewarding. Because like, like sometimes still... you would see. So like what happened for me once? I'm sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to cut you off. No, no, keep going. Um, I once watched it. Uh, two times that really changed the way I watched the movie was I watched it with like tripping balls on mushrooms. Oh. And, uh, do you know the lore of the cat in the hat where Mike Myers didn't want to do it, but he had to do it cause he was being sued. You know what I'm then this is like the other thing that happens is now I'm like, you guys know these facts about the cat in the hat. And nobody, nobody ever does. No, and, what, what, <laughs> it's like why? Why would you? I guess. Uh, yeah. But they wanted to make a Sprockets movie, uh, <laughs> which was like what? his Saturday Night Live character, and he yeah. hated it. He was like, "I'm not making this movie. I'm not doing it." And so they sued him to, for a breach of contract for nine million dollars, oh, and he God. lost. So he had to pay SML the student. Uh, they were going to turn that bit into a movie, and he didn't want to do the movie. Um, and so they sued him because the movie was already like in production. And so they sued him. They won for $9 million and they said, you can pay us $9 million or, or you can do the cat in the hat. <laughs> and so the cat in the hat, you're watching a man trapped in a cat suit. Oh. And <laughs> in a way though, I like good for him for giving it his all. He really yeah, gave it his yeah. all. There is one <laughs> half second of that movie where you see in his face that he hates this. Uh, and I can I can pick that out, and it's one of my favorite parts of the movie. <laughs> but I, when I watched it on Mushrooms, I couldn't stop staring at his mouth. And it just, I could tell it was a man in there and that he was stuck. And that was like a nightmare for the next oh, like, for two, two straight months. I couldn't stop staring at his mouth. And being like, there's a man trapped in there. Oh, uh, what a terrifying reality, dude. Then the, the, and like, this is like summer of 2020. God, like there are just man. like 
I'm stuck inside. My like what I had for a career is gone. There is just like the country was on fire. And, and I'm just like every day, like I got to watch the cat in the hat. Uh, <laughs> you did what you had to do to survive. Okay. I, I would yeah. be like, excuse me, mom. I have to go upstairs, watch the cat in the hat. I'm an adult and it's 2020 <laughs> and uh, the world I know is gone. Uh, oh but there was one day I watched it at 25% speed, which took like almost five hours. Oh my what God. The fuck? That was like a religious experience by the end of it. You uh, and Michael just like torturing yourselves. Yeah. I'm Michael. I've really identified with you through this whole Thank journey. You. Thank uh, you. That's I, cause I've done a lot of that same stuff. I want, I like opened up, I had to open up a business bank account and while they're doing my paperwork, I put my phone on their desk and just watched the cat in the hat quietly while they did it. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I ushered for a, a run at an opera house and I watched it like in the backstage of an opera house. Cause it felt like the dirtiest thing to do. Uh, it's like fun to torture yourself and do dirty things with this. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's the only way I get like, uh, like it's like a challenge almost, you know. It's like, yeah, could I do this? Probably. But I think Let's that's see. how you find the incredible yeah. highs that carry you for a while. Oh, I definitely agree with you because I did watch this movie every day for a month, and I feel better oh, for it. People, yeah, and I feel better for, for it. Yeah, it's a good thing. I, um, it's am a- very much on the opposite side of both of you on this. I. Would never torture myself. To, th- it's not, this movie it, already tortures me. It's like it's not torturing. It's like edging almost. You know. It's, yeah, yeah, but it, it's it's, yeah. it's like soaking. But yeah, like, <laughs> the cops are coming. And you but just your can't friend isn't there soaking. to jump hump for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Michael, keep going. Um, <laughs> So just so we've talked about this, like they have different penis sizes and ball sizes, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. Yeah, yeah, you know. So okay, so I have a, th- a question then. Um, we, that is assuming that internal organs also change then, right? So like, yeah, if his penis changes, that's an organ. His testicles are an organ. Yeah. That they change. So that means his heart, liver, everything's changing, right? Yes. Maybe. Possibly. Okay. So is he more like if he disguises himself as like? I don't know. Um, Turtle. No, no, no. Like someone with like a horrible disease, let's say, right? Okay. Is it possible he dies of cancer? If he can't get out of the disguise. If he gets trapped in the disguise. Not, but what if he, he what so, if it's just that person's time anyway? Like they wait. naturally would have died then. And he so, just wait, wait, like, wait, say, wait, wait. So you're saying like, say he like disguises himself as a person who has cancer and that person in the real world dies yes. would he die at the exact same time as them correct if it was a natural death like that what or kind as of what it kind of like, is this like a lot of people who are like dying in hospitals like die of other things because they have that thing so like i would he die faster if he, if do they become connected if pistachio dies in disguise does the real person die if he's dressed like George Bush and then like he falls in that pool and dies in the fart pool does right. the real George Bush also die we can only no. hope so I, I, say I this, so this is my thinking on it let's say someone is, it has cancer right and if we believe in fate which I believe our current theory with this movie is we do I think so <laughs> sure <laughs> Uh, we 
have to assume that this person's natural death would be at 79 years old and five months and blah, 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 right? Yeah, That's when yeah. they're going to die. Yeah. Would Pistachio die as well? He has their same makeup. He's practically a clone of them. If he gets stuck in the disguise, I'd say yes. But what if he's in the disguise when it's that person's time? Okay, what I, I, I may I offer a theory? Yes. yes. That he would uh, glitch out of the disguise, okay. kind of like when he glitches out of the Clint disguise. See, now okay. I actually have All right. like an his body would reject it and come back to itself. Like so any he can't, and venom. but like so okay. are you saying yeah. that he can't disguise himself as dead people then? Mm. Like can Pistachio like bring back like say so he's connect the energy code connects yeah. him to all uh past disguises past and present can he disguise mm. himself as abe lincoln and do the i like to move it move it thing or because abe lincoln's dead he can he not do that shit i th- i th- okay all right i think uh, go ahead dave i've I yeah. interrupted you go ahead. i th- i think that uh pistachio uh, takes a copy of someone and then disguises as that. Yes. So it's not Tony Montana, it's Mr. Peru. No, but Which what if it is... the best part of the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah I, I actually agree that is a very high up there part. It, that, it has really that good highs and really good... one of the better parts of the movie, sections it's of the movie. The but it's not my favorite seconds disguise. of the movie. You can watch the background it, dancers and they all just that's go it. off. That's incorrect. But... Um, so okay, all right. I like that theory, Dave. I'm with yeah. That. So like, um, you're you're a copy. So if the copy dies, that's just a copy and not the original person. Right. It's you not. I'm not disguised. I'm. It's not. I'm disguising myself as Abe Lincoln as he is now. It's I'm disguising myself as 35 year old Abe Lincoln. Right. I'm disguising yeah. myself as 67 year old Abe Lincoln. Right? So does that mean if he disguises himself as a cancer patient, as that cancer patient dies, he doesn't die then? No, but he does still have their cancer and has the potential to die. But the oh my fate God. is unlocked. I got... I, actually, I can add more to my theory. Uh, you make a copy of somebody as the light side of Energico, and then if you go to the dark side, you are an exact copy, like Devlin Bowman. So, in the dark side, you would die at the same time as the cancer patient? Yes, because you presume they're exact copy. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, Alan, any thoughts on this? I like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's pretty good. Because I like because a... we don't really get into that very much, honestly. On here is like the big differences between light side and dark side of energy. Because you know what it is, and this yeah. is I thought about that. And what it is is that there is we are given nothing really about what the dark side of energy even is, and it's kind of like a well, joke that it exists it... even. Have you guys, are you guys like avoiding every Star Wars reference or, cause like, <laughs> I've been, it's infuriating that you haven't mentioned that it is like just the ending of Empire Strikes Back and then Return of the Jedi. Oh, absolutely. And I feel like that's the only reason they have the lunar module is so they can be on that spaceship, step on yeah. one hand and say you only need the one hand. So, in and it is just the ending of Return of the Jedi with the take off your mask, be my dad, uh-huh. get off the dark side. So I think the dark side of Energico is just the dark side of the force where you were like pistachio is not going to lose himself. And I'm, I'm really heated about this because I've been like waiting uh, like a full <laughs> month to say this. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, it's like I think pistachio won't lose himself in the disguise because he is more like straightforward, like a Jedi. Or the excitement and danger, they crave none of these things. And then the dark side, 
he's all about emotion and that's how you lose yourself in that disguise and that's why you do become an exact copy because you completely lose yourself into it yes yes thank you like okay, it's like so, a life okay so going back to you talking about the end of return of the jedi so in this situation bowman <laughs> is the emperor i think it's strictly just well i guess yeah okay. bowman yeah. is palpatine in this in that moment setup so i mean to follow through on that though fabrizio would have to break out of the mask and then kill bowman is that what is happening uh at the pool side he's but, dead ain't he well, yeah, he's super dead. We know he's dead, but it's well. If you slow down the it. tape, no. If you slow down the tape, there's a second shooter coming from <laughs> <laughs> the other corner of the pool, and that's Fabrizio. Fabrizio shooting him. As he was he on goes the grassy the knoll. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> arrows. Energico uh, arrows. <laughs> the magic bullet. This or he energico choked him. Energy, yeah. <laughs> energy, 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 <laughs> energy, <choked him. laughs> You know what? You know, I am okay. Yeah. Okay. Fabrizio the, did it. Sure. It okay, wasn't, the only, the, you know, the main problem with this though is Fabrizio is next to Pistachio as he does it. No. Nah, so. Well, in the shot where Pistachio is pushing him into the pool, do we see Fabrizio in that shot? No, we do not. We don't know mm. what he's doing off screen. Do he we? could be doing anything. He do. could be energy-joking him. Let's see. Energy-joking him. Yeah, I'm, I'm checking as well. Oh, I think Alan raises a very interesting point of the second shooter theory. <laughs> second shooter theory. <laughs> <laughs> it's, Look, this um, is the plot device that the grandfather used to change the disguisey history he became the magic bullet through a time manipulation event because like we have said before that the grant that this whole movie is the grandpa like telling the story to somebody yeah uh are we to believe that maybe he's trying to cover up for fabrizio or trying to make pistachio look cooler well i um, think sorry go ahead no you go you go i uh I think I'm, I'm I'm so close to when he kicks him, and you. Definitely, I got there. Yeah, you don't see. Yeah, him. he's you don't not see there. anyone. Yeah, he yeah. shot him. And then he's the first on the scene. because <laughs> criminals always return to the scene of the crime. Yeah, no, but the thing is, you see Pistachio <laughs> headbutt him. Are you saying that he shot him like in the chest or something? Or like off back. camera? Well, I mean, it's it's invisible. It's a yeah, energy, energy go go bullets. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the yeah. STD just exploded. Sure. He's uh, uh, the grandpa even says that at one point Fabrizio was the best master disguise of all time. So he has the power to shoot energico bullets <laughs> because he is even stronger than the strongest you can get from the dark side of energico. Yeah. He takes okay. both sides. Was the headbutt an activating event for the STD energico bomb inside of Devil and Bowman's ass? <laughs> they yeah, caused he, the giant farts. They he had semen the on the tip of his fart. nose and it touched the, his eyeball and that's how it got into his stream. It was a it, lock and key situation. Yeah. It just oh, yeah. it makes Big too time. much sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's like cherry. It's like cherry pie, man. It's like obviously this is what the writer. Like yeah, like oh, really? no, I have bullshit. some other. I think you guys are wrong about cherry pie, man. I have some. Don't really, don't I, listen God, to Alan, fucking don't dare. You fucking dare, Alan. I'm gonna give you a little bit to think about this. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, not, not, I'm not quite it's done still yet. Michael's turn on notes. You so, can, oh, yeah, I'm You can back this down. It's fine. It's fine. But I want you to while, but until it's your turn, I want you to think about this. 
and just know that all three of us are going to come at you, okay? Just be prepared That's for fine, that. fine, dude. I'm prepared for that. You think you're going to fucking scare me? It's a premise. It's a premise, all right? All right, Michael, go. Continue your notes. Uh, so I, it kind of pissed me off. The grandpa gives Pistachio direct help, in my opinion, multiple times, and he says he's not allowed to give him direct help. Kind of pisses me off a little bit. Just what another thing I hate about? the Training about. him isn't direct. <laughs> okay, well, uh, <laughs> And giving him items to help him and, like, teaching him, like, general direction and where to start. Yeah. Uh, direct help, in my opinion, but, you know, whatever. Um, uh, so, yeah, so one day, uh, it was Saturday, last Saturday, I uh, had a really, really busy day. And I needed to get a watch in, and so I called Eli, and I said, hey, if I watch this movie on two times speed today, if I do it on half speed another day, is that fair? And he approved it. So I got approval from another I, person. I backed that another up. Host. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the two times speed was the best watch of my life. I recommend everyone do this at some point. <laughs> um, it was just phenomenal. Um, so the half speed was pretty bad. Um, I've already kind of done this with, with through my. I can't take my eyes off the screen. If I do, I slow the movie down. Yeah. Um, and I eventually got slower than half speed, but half speed the whole way was pretty rough. Um, How were the voices? I, uh, really, pretty much indistinguishable. But like, you can still hear it in your head when you've watched it a million yeah, times. You know what I mean? Like it's. Um, and then my final note is. Uh, I was watching, so I watched it today for 79 times, and then I watched um, American Psycho, because I hadn't seen that movie in a few years, and I was like, alright, I'll watch American Psycho again. Great movie, but at the beginning of it, uh, Walking on Sunshine plays, and it, like, freaked me out for a second. Um, I, it happens. Like, sometimes I'll hear a song from Master of Disguise, yeah. and I'll have, like, a moment where I have to, like, stop and be like, ugh. Yeah, it's like, all right, it's not on, you're fine. Um, yeah. yeah, but that was the end of my month and my notes there. But um, I, I, uh, I'm in a good place. Uh, really? Watching it every day for a month was um, really eye-opening for me. It wasn't that bad. Um, I, feel really? like I, could go, I feel like I could go for another month. Now, did it help you kind of like establish a more robust routine or anything, too? Because yes, you had the schedule good. around it? Yes, and it just helped that it was like, like Alan said it earlier, I wake up, I watch The Cat in the Hat, or I watch The Master of Disguise in my case, and then I start my day. And that's what I did most of the time. It was The worst is when I didn't watch it at like 8 or 9 in the morning when I woke up. It was the worst when I was like, shit, it's 4 o'clock, I have to get to watch it. Because then it's yes. like already, but, cause it's like I already have my day planned and shit. But watching it uh, first thing in the morning was nice. Uh, it just, it didn't really feel like anything, honestly. It was fine. So the routine I might... did help. Oh, for sure, yeah. And yeah. I, I'm not going to guarantee Routine makes anything. you feel better. That's like what every book about success is. Yeah, You're yeah. on your way, boys. Yeah, so um, <laughs> to, to not break that routine so I become successful, um, I'm going to try and watch it uh, every day in July as well. Oh, my really? God. Wow. Um, Michael, as a teacher, you get summer breaks, and that's like a huge perk of it, and you're just ruining that for yourself. Honestly. Right, yeah. I, I Listen, I'm not guaranteeing anything. Like, June, I was confident I'm going to do this no matter what, just to prove I Michael, could. you have to do it. You already said it on the podcast. Yeah, we'll you've already right, pre-committed. Now now Don't that... stand down, man. I believe in you, and right. I will find you if yeah, you did. Yeah, you'll make it. 
I'm gonna hurt you. He's got your back, insane, but yeah. Alan's gonna dox you. I won't. I won't hurt you. But I'll come to your you. house. And, I'll show uh, up, and that's gonna scare the fucking hell out of you. Cops yeah. yeah. understand anything you say. <laughs> I didn't watch Master Disguise every day this month, and this man showed up at my house. <laughs> He'll do it. He'll make it look like an accident. Yeah, I'll make it look like a bloody accident. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, listen, I I don't want to guarantee it. I don't want to. But you do have to. You uh, do have I, to. I don't want to die, Michael, but I have to. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I, I it just you know I feel like I could do it, and why not? We'll see. Uh, okay. <laughs> like, I believe right? in you. If you are putting that on yourself, I my minimum goal. You. My minimum goal is twenty watches in July, but I want to try and get thirty-one. Is there thirty-one days in July? I think there are. I um, I I I guess good for you, Michael. It's just like, like it's just what it's just, it's just who I am now. You know, I'm the guy who watches Master of the Sky. Well, that's what I'm worried it's about. Beautiful. <laughs> At the end of this yeah. year, Michael's just gonna be a VHS copy of Master of the Skies. Yeah, like what <laughs> no are you gonna do after this? Like, how lost and are Dave you? Dave will be? own him. Yeah, Dave will will buy him on eBay. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, after this year, like I'm still looking forward for it to be over. Like I don't want to pretend that like I'm having a good time. I don't, and I don't misconstrue anything I'm saying by this is a good movie. The movie's gotten worse with each watch, honestly. But it's just (laughs) it doesn't bother me anymore. There's something fun about it. Yeah, you are above yourself up like Master Disguise. Yeah, it's a, and it's like it's just you know I, I, I'm the guy who does that you know I, everyone has a thing, just like that Creed song you've been taken higher. Yeah. So like yeah. you're yeah. Just yeah. accepting that you're that guy. It's just it's not that I'm accepting that I'm that guy. It's accepting that like I'm always here for a challenge, and if I think I can do it, I might as well try, right? You know. What uh, have you have you discussed this with your fiance? What does she think? Uh, I no, I told her this now. No, <laughs> no, 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 Michael. What would she uh, think? Uh, she, she, I think she's just accepted it at this point, and she would just kind of like sigh and shake her head, probably. I think she, she doesn't <laughs> complain as much anymore. As um, much. I will say, one month actually, I didn't, I didn't bring this up, but uh, Eli came down uh, to visit me with his wife. Um, we, could, we, we had something planned, and that morning uh, we made breakfast for them, and then we were trying to figure out something to watch and we threw on Master Guys and I watched it with Eli. And that was a <laughs> pleasant time. You know, it's always good watching it with someone else. Yeah, it's nice. Um, it is. Our, our significant our, uh, others left the room uh, to voluntarily do chores for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so that's how that ended with them. They did not watch the movie and I was kind of looking forward to watching it with them. But, you know. I mean, they came in someone. like halfway through. They came in around yeah. the Turtle Club scene. Yeah. Man, I can't I, um, believe you guys are doing this. It's... Uh, it, it, it's it's rough. My wife really does not like the movie, so I I usually watch it uh, when she's at work. Uh, she is out of town this week um, oh, yeah. with some friends, so yeah. I, uh, I I squeezed in a lot more watches today than I normally would have, just because she's she's not here <laughs> to I, it, stop yeah. me from watching Master of Disguise. It's just <laughs> It's like I don't want you guys to like do well. I want you guys to do get worse in this for my own enjoyment of like I'm not alone. 
<laughs> I think there's a lot of people, like, the people that I've spoken to who listen to this, they seem to like it more the more that we hate ourselves. Yeah, but it's not because I want to watch you suffer. It's because I'm sick of suffering in the deep end of fire alone. <laughs> you want us to be at the bottom of the lake with you. Yes, but you know, some would say some would say I'm at the point of post suffering right now because I've just accepted it as a truth that I'm going to keep doing it. It's just so terrible, been, like psychologically, yeah. like the fact that you're doing this yeah. to yourself. Yeah, I, I've started yeah. thinking more about my psychological impact by deciding to do this, and I don't know if it's looking good. Like, what's this? Like, say about okay, you can like, fix that later, though. What does, it, what does it say about me as a person? Like, okay, Michael, look back on you and in life January. Is an adventure. If uh-huh. if if January Michael like were to listen to this, would, uh-huh. what would he be thinking? Oh boy, <laughs> uh... <laughs> he couldn't handle this. I don't know. It's like I, it's it just I don't know. It just isn't a conversation like that. I think I would understand. No, dude, because you're so much stronger now. You're so much stronger now than January listen, Michael, and you can get here, so January much stronger Michael, this is something still. something I have to do. It, it just, it's, you know, it's something I've done, it's something I'm going to continue to do, and if it says that I'm stupid, or if it says that I, uh, and like, uh, like, I like punishing myself, then so be it, but, um... I think January Michael didn't know that about himself. You know, I've really learned a lot about myself. <laughs> yeah, this this year has taught you things about yourself. <laughs> right. And, you know, it, it's just, it, you know, you don't explain quantum physics to the baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> amen, bro. <laughs> amen. What? Wait, what? Wait, Alan, what are you thinking? Amen. That was nonsense. <laughs> no, dude, that was an amen, brother. Are you kidding me? That was poetry. That's fucking just some bullshit. What, you don't explain quantum physics to a baby? So yeah, because January, January Michael, Michael was a grown human, a person. Not in comparison uh, to not, New July Michael. Yeah, it's to like... 79 times, yeah, Michael? No, no, no. Yeah, no. It's like, like yeah, I, I was an adult, you know, but was I? What, who, no, I'm dude. not... How yeah, much have you? You are not your body, baby. Your body was an adult, but your mind was still but like, a child. That was seventy nine yeah. times ago. Yes. Right. So like, you're saying that your hell month was like sort of your form of a bar mitzvah. <laughs> kind of. Right? You know. You know when like people go through traumatic instances. More like a more like a breast. When people <laughs> when people go through traumatic instances and they're like, I'm stronger for this, you know. Yeah. That's what I am, you know. I'm stronger because of this. I've learned because of it, and I've I've made myself suffer to see how much I can really take. You know, I'm like a marine. And now you can take another <laughs> month of it, dude. I believe in you. Every day yeah. for July through the heat. Yeah. You know yeah. what? The dog days of August. Every day. Yeah. Oh, also another thing I'd like to point out. Um, my city suffered a like two day long blackout during this, so it was like. 100 degrees in our house and uh i had to watch this movie in that so unlike your phone uh yeah proud of you uh, that sucks ass i used i used my uh power bank to charge my phone to watch the master now i want to point something (laughs) out uh before we move on um so michael i want you to know that i never had any doubt at all that you would be able to do it Okay. I was Same always actually. aware of the fact that, like, from the beginning, that you would be able to do a hell month, and you, I, I believe that you can do July as well. But my moral quandary is whether or not you should. You know, 
this isn't Jurassic Park, you know? We don't ask questions like that, we just... <laughs> I am the Ian Malcolm! Yeah, no, I, uh... This I'm bullshit, because, just... like, no, what's what do the you gain from this? What do you, what's the worst what thing that happened? What yeah. do you mean, what do you lose? So much time, first of all. Yeah. You're gonna spend it away anyways. I'm gonna <laughs> die one day anyway. Yeah, man, and it could be tomorrow, and you could have missed all this Master of Disguising. Yeah. On Michael's headstone, <laughs> it's gonna be like, master, the Master of Disguise. Yeah. The. <laughs> this is bullshit. Okay, Michael, do you have any more notes? I am, uh, I'm all good. Congratulations on the Hell Month, you freak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alan, would you like to go next? I would love to. Go um, ahead. All right. So I have I have a, a lot of notes. I'm just gonna kind of read through them. They're not separated by watch, so I think it'll be obvious when it comes back to it. Uh, let's see. This movie takes its time. It oh, so this movie takes so long to start, yeah. and it has three theme yeah. songs. Four credit gags and then two post-credit scenes is like yep. the ballsiest, most self-indulgent thing that is just insanity. Yeah. I know it's a yeah. great movie. Yeah, it's <laughs> something. The movie it's feels like, like it simultaneously hates itself and loves itself too much. Yeah, it's funny because so the Cat in the Hat is all is written by all staff writers. Like they've all written on Seinfeld and Curb and like Veep. And you can wow. tell that movie just like moves along constantly, like at like any like you've written a million sitcoms. Whereas this takes so long to get going and hangs itself up on its own jokes that you can tell these guys like don't know how to write for a full movie. And uh, th- I might yeah. these get more nonsense as I this is still watch one. So, well, no, that that's like absolutely true, because like we've always said that like. I feel like Act One doesn't even end until like the Turtle Club scene. Yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's a lot of buildup, and it's just it just meanders. Like it's like so if the if the credit sequence right stayed the same with the three panel switching, if it was yeah. just disguises mm-hmm. that you're gonna see in the movie, that would at least introduce a concept in the main credits. But it just takes a full like two minutes to do anything at all with a yes. bullshit song. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, come on. No, I I agree with that. I agree with that. It's not that great. It's so exciting. A little scary. No, you know what? I've actually grown to like that opening bit. Um, Yeah, just because it's a time where I can look at my phone. Yes. And not I started muting it for the last five watches and putting it on different songs. (laughs) Wait, you you would change the music? Oh, dude, this I I've I've been through this already. I'm not doing it again. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm listening to other music while this happens. You're you're so a you veteran. Could, yeah, you could throw on some corn during the the intro. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I you got you. I highly suggest watching this to more albums. Like I found a lot of albums from the '90s are about exactly this length because that's when CDs started to become more popular. So Ooh. people were making albums that would fill up a CD. So there's a lot of albums that are like 72 to 79 minutes long that are like pretty perfect to sing stuff like this up to. Okay. I did uh with Blood Sugar Sex Magic was pretty <laughs> good. Uh Goodbye Yellow Brick Road was an incredible album with a cat in the hat. I would highly suggest these. Um, I, so I, I was thinking of your theory and I was trying to think of some of my favorite albums I could sync this up with. 
And um, Death Grips, the power that the powers that be is uh, almost perfect length, so I might take it up with that. That seems like a good experience. Putting Death Grips over the Master Disguise would be a bizarre experience, I feel. But I for feel some like reason, I feel like it would fit. Yeah. You know what was really fun is I listened to your podcast while I watched the movie. <laughs> and it was like watching it with some weird commentary track. That like didn't quite sync up. Yeah. yeah. We were thinking of doing didn't. that like sometime this year as like a bonus episode, like all three of us watch it. But I, I almost feel like we need to get past like a little bit further into the year to do that. Cause now I think, right now when we watch it together, all it is is all of us just saying like this sucks. Yeah, this is the, the uh, worst piece of shit. The re twenty anniversary, when is that? September? That's in August. August. Wow. Yeah, that's too soon. That's too soon. <laughs> Uh, all right, I got. It's crazy they have an entire plot moving conversation in brownface. Like <laughs> yeah. it's not like you. It's like one of the most important scenes in the movie. It's yeah, essential. you couldn't cut the brownface out of the movie yeah. ever, and it's just like forever has to be there, and that's insane. Yeah. Um, well, they had the is, scene where he played a, a little person, and they cut it because it was too offensive. Right? I don't know. So that was that's in the IMDb trivia, and I'm not sure how true that is because I've never seen uh, that anywhere else. Okay. Because hmm. like, it like also says that it's a 15-minute segment. There's no way this movie <laughs> oh. had a 15-minute segment. Well, That's pretty long for such a short person. It would make it a real length of a movie, <laughs> then. Sorry. Yeah, I just don't see <laughs> yeah. that happening. There's already deleted scenes that we've seen that would like could be added into this movie to make it even more normal length, and they would have been fine. Honestly, yeah. I like the deleted scenes. I think they're some of the better scenes from this movie. I mean, yeah, they I clearly had no idea what they were doing this entire time of the movie. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Alan, continue. Uh, all right, you guys are not going to like this one, but I wrote this. Uh, I had watched it like twice in a row because like middle of the month, I felt like I hadn't watched it enough. So I just watched it back to back and I was pretty stoned and I'm just going to read this verbatim and I'm going to take okay. the heat. The Mr. Peru scene is an oasis of comedy heaven amidst a desert of sharp sands like glass under an ever-burning sun of white-hot fire. His grunts during the dance scene are also very funny. You're so brave. I like part of that scene. I love the Mr. Peru scene. I'm a big fan of dancing very seriously. Uh, and <laughs> That's so his face, yeah, it's but you know what? It gets me there. And when Mr. Peru's there, it's just like, oh man, I don't uh, care I, for Mr. Peru very much, and I don't I, understand that because he is I like think it's the funny. best part. I don't hate him, I don't dislike him. I think he's like, there's like three or four scenes in a row in this movie that I would consider like the peak. So that I did yeah. want to ask you guys, EH, if there is if you have your oasis within this movie. Well, I'd say that the Mr. Peru scene is part of my oasis. It's like, cause it, it kind of it starts right there, and then it goes into the Quint scene, um, and then it goes and into the Poop face. scene, yeah. and then yeah. Constable Mueller, then Terry Suave, and then that's where it ends. So oh, like yeah. that little segment, right like that, the... just that whole thing, fucking with Bowman's guards and stuff. It almost yeah. like would make like a like a better like eleven minute like like tight, a short sitcom episode. Mm. Like a yeah. cartoon, um, where, like if that is entertaining enough for me. I think you know what? That's an interesting point. Is that that section is kind of structured like a cartoon, and like it's paced kind of. Yeah, like it. and I like I like that. Like I and again, like I 
when I say I like it, I like it for this movie. It's still terrible, but this that segment, that whole section right there, that like ten minutes of this movie, I would say is the oasis. Like that's the sweet spot, and then yeah. it immediately gets terrible again because it goes to the bar scene. Yeah. Yeah. D- Dave, Michael, uh, am I right? There? Yeah. I mean, you know, <sighs> I, I, mean, I think I'm in agreement. Um, if there's one moment like one specific moment in that that is my favorite it's the um it's clint saying the ice cream man line that is that is a great line yeah that is the pure like i feel like i'm on cloud nine when he does that shit yeah the ice cream man take the risk yeah i just get bricked (laughs) (laughs) i i agree with you that the better scenes are essentially devil and bowman and the henchman being messed with like, but it starts with like Gammy Num Num for me. No, and shut up. Kind of like just, <laughs> it kind of go ups. It goes up and down as like the scenes tra- like transpire. Like uh, Constable Mueller is the shittiest fucking disguise in the movie. But then Thanks you get to, to follow it up with like yeah, you follow it up with like uh, uh, Terry Suave, which is like you know pretty good. Alan, uh, Alan, what's your thoughts on Gammy? I I hate it. I hate her. Yeah, and. If you look at his eyes and at his mouth, you can tell he's so enjoying himself in that moment <laughs> that it makes it yeah, so Dana's much worse. having a good time. You can see that he's like, oh, me popping in like this is really going to fucking get him. And it just don't get me. Yeah, it don't yeah, no, get it's me really at all. Bad. It's really bad. I don't know. I've grown past hating Gammy, and now I just feel very middling about Gammy. Like, I don't hate it anymore. I just, like, I, it's hard to hate anything anymore at this point. Um, I, but I, Constable Mueller has really jumped up there uh, this last couple months, and I can't believe that Dave is still being immature about this. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. I'm okay. with you, Dave, on this one. I, Constable Mueller, uh, I have, the Bavarian fuck is the worst part. See, wow. thank you. Thank you. Constable Mueller is easily the worst disguise in the entire movie. Oh my god! What? You guys he know, to be he wrong. knows it. No. You guys he are leaves in the wrong. middle. He's just like, oh fuck this! I have to leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I fucked up and did a stupid fucking thing. I have to go. Get <laughs> <laughs> plan B. Yeah, he, that's like, why even he knows. You know like, what it oh, is? actually, this isn't working. <laughs> the voice is the only thing that I like about it. You could say anything in that voice, and it's just entertaining to me right now. And it, like, I, it's okay. You guys are allowed to be wrong. I think um, he yeah. found the only five lines you could say that aren't entertaining. It's uh, it's the best. Um, again, you, you, it's okay. I'm I'm a, I'm a big enough person to admit when I'm right. <laughs> so I'm right, and you guys are wrong. Yeah, Alan, continue. You know what? So along with that scene of the Mister Peru and uh, when Jennifer's in Bowman's mansion, yeah. I don't think Bowman is trying to uh, is trying to assault her. I think he knows it's her, and so he's just setting a honey trap and seeing how far she's going to go with it. And she's, he's like, this lady still thinks that I don't know. Mm, and that leads credence mm. to my theory of Trent, Sophia, and Rex all being spies, and Bowman, then Bowman would know from the beginning. Well, so Honestly, I have, yeah. I have two big theories that I would love to uh, yeah. present, but before that, I have one other quick note, or two other quick notes. Uh this was the guy, the only movie that the guy directed, Master of Disguise. Yeah. Yeah. And same with The Cat in the Hat. And <laughs> the director of The Cat in the Hat Bro was the... Uh, huh? 
Yes. He was the production designer on like every Tim Burton movie. The same as this guy was the production designer for almost every Adam Sandler movie. And you know what's wild about that is that the Cat in the Hat, I feel, has very good production design. It has incredible production design. And it this doesn't. It has flat shots. The camera doesn't do much, but the production looks beautiful. And well, that's where you can tell exactly what he's up, what he knows. This movie is the exact opposite, though. Like, this this guy should be good at the production design, and it looks terrible in Master Well, it's Adam Sandler movies he's used to. Those are super just, like, real, he also realistic the, settings. He does some of the good, like, he did, I don't know what you mean by realistic. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. I feel like he's not bad. Hmm. Like, he's done some, like, I found a really cool featurette where he's being interviewed for the production design of Click. Um, which is a bad movie, but he did all the future scenes, and he put like a lot of thought into those future scenes. And I honestly think those future scenes look pretty good. I think it's one of the better looking parts of Click. Huh. So like he has it in him. He just does like I don't know. In this movie, he just decided not to like make it important. He's like, oh, I'm gonna focus on directing, and I don't know where that went because it also doesn't look like he focused on directing either. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a, I don't know. It's very weird. Uh, cause, like, production designers directing, like, Bo Welsh does a very good job with production design, while Perry, Endel, and Blake uh, just didn't this time. Yep. I'll agree with that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, so I have, quick, the qu- question about the Turtle Club 9-11 thing. Yeah. <laughs> it was that this started shooting right after 9-11? Yeah, like it, yeah. like like a week after. And they were doing so location this, scouting during it, right? Yeah. This movie was definitely something different at the beginning than what it turned into, right? I mean, for sure. I, I feel yeah, like with the, I think that's why the George Bush scene at the end feels so tacked on. Exactly. That's what I was about to say. As if, like, maybe this now had to be, like, more, like, child-friendly and, like, even and, like, kind of nice and silly because 9-11 had just happened. Oh, so you think that the reason... Because we've talked about this before, how it feels like an adult co- like PG-13 comedy pared down to like be for children. You think right. that that was because of 9-11? I think 9-11 was to stop this movie from happening. <laughs> and you know what? They failed. They failed. We did not let the terrorists no, win. They USA. 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 <laughs> it's just like the interview yeah so that (laughs) that that was my thought is that they made 9-11 so that they could uh be like oh this this movie can't happen the way they're gonna do it Um, they they tried to they tried to stop us but as a nation we rose up to make the master disguise yeah no matter what we all like hands across america we did it (laughs) it's across america that there's that austin powers fembots moment that just happens for no reason then ends immediately see that's that's where i'm um oh in the credits no, uh, yeah, with, with the huge right ass bots. Before is that in the credits? Yeah, yeah. The, the the credit scene where they have the women with all the big butts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that is just like it's not like a, it's not making fun of it. It's just doing it again. No, it's so funny. I actually never made that connection. Um, that it, that that is just ripping off Austin Powers. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought I brought that up once. Yeah, at hundred percent. Absolutely. Um. All right. So I have two big theories. 
right. One one trigger line here is when they're interviewing Jennifer. Yeah. Uh, she says, "What's the pay?" And the grandfather says, "What about being paid an honor?" And she says, "Actually, I need cash, not money, not a paycheck, cash." So what okay. is Jennifer hiding? Oh, now, shit. We'll pin back around. So right. you guys said, claimed, claimed at some point, the grandfather was the writer of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but what I think is the grandfather is actually, like, he's the antagonist in this story. And Bowman does not realize that he's working for the grandfather. And the grandfather has created all of this to happen. Because... Wow. At the beginning, uh, when Fabrizio's in the car and he's like, that was close, too close. And there's that just voiceover of the grandfather saying, you have to tell Pistachio or you have to tell your son about his legacy. And he's like, I'll never tell him. So do you think that the grandfather was so upset that Fabrizio was going to cut the family lineage and not have him be a master of disguise that he got Bowman out of prison and fed him the information as to who was Bo Derek and who did all this. Uh, and then orchestrated all of this to happen, brought all these secondary players into play just to get his family back in line and make pistachio a master of disguise. Um, 23 years. Hmm. I love it. Because he had, he had, there's a lot of moving parts. He had to get all the secondary characters together. He had to get Bowman out of prison and fed all that information and get and, and take okay. his time. And that's, and that's why revenge. he rejected all the other uh, assistants. Well, I think here's the thing. So at one point, uh, Pistachio says that the Tush Queen reminds him of his mother, and the Tush Queen is sleeping with Pistachio with Rex and with Trent. They made so, out at the bar. They didn't sleep together. Buddy, they went and had sex after. I know how adults No, work. no, okay. No, no, they, no, 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 no. Hold on. No, no, I'm putting out. a huge hole in this. No, they don't even make out, Mr. Yeah. Lore Master. He I, says, I backed up. I backed up. No, they say, Pistachio uh, says it was his first kiss when Jennifer kisses him. Exactly. I backed up. Okay, All I'm right. sorry. So she didn't sleep with Pistachio, but she is... She is dating two guys at once. We can agree on oh, that. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, the Tush Queen is kind She's of. She's the Tush man. Queen. Come on. Awesome. So, there's Minimum enough cake two. to go around. One Did, man is not enough. So one man let's say the disguises are just they generally just sleep around, right? Mm -hmm. They're so, open-minded. <laughs> yeah, they're open-minded. They're poly. They're hanging out. Now, did the grandfather at some point sleep? Now, maybe not the grandfather, but. So is Barney part of the Disguisey family? Possibly because someone slept with Jennifer, uh, gave her uh, the Energico STD, and no. she lost a lot of weight, specifically in her tush. That's why she's so sensitive about when they make fun of her small tush. Okay, and then, um, I'm going to be honest. You're starting to piss me off here. No, no, no. no <laughs> I love this. This is good. No, Eli, you haven't realized something. This breaks our fact that Cherry Pie Man is Barney. No, it does. No, it doesn't. Let him no, it doesn't. Let, Let me finish. get there. All right. So someone sleeps with Jennifer, right? Okay. She gets the Energico STD. She gets treatment for it, but she loses all this weight. She's like frail and skinny. That's why she's so upset about her tiny tush. When you have <laughs> like STDs, they can go to your unborn child, which is Barney, right? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Barney's born, and he has. He's born with an Energico STD. 
Now, Energigo, as you just established earlier in this episode, changes your organs. And, and or maybe you said it earlier, but another one, but we just talked about earlier. So this is going to break a little bit of Cherry Pie Man, but follow yeah, right. me through it here. Okay. Barney is Cherry Pie Man because Good his body is all fucked up from his Energico STDs that he's kind of like a werewolf where his organs shoot to the outside of him and he's kind of like an inside out man. But the kids all call him Cherry Pie Man because, you know, kids make up like weird names for, you know, weird monsters and stuff. So the Cherry Pie Man is a cryptid and it is Barney. And he is just this weird inside out moaning, terrified creature because he okay. doesn't know what's happening. And then, so are you saying that it is still possible for there to be a cherry pie race that goes back to the Civil War and fought for the Yes, South. but the fact that Pistachio dresses up like a cherry pie is a coincidence. No, because Barney tells him. Barney tells him. Yeah. To dress up in the cherry pie? He yeah, whispers yeah. to him. Like immediately. Oh, he does. Well, he so is he, cherry pie but, man. So he, so yeah, <laughs> Barney is cherry He's pie man. Like, Yo, I and he tells, so, okay, okay, okay. We can make this all work. So you said that Jennifer slept with somebody that gave her the Energico STD. Why couldn't that be a cherry pie man? We've said that the cherry pie are the dark side of Energico. Okay. Okay. So let, let me, let me, let me step in here. Let me strap up my lore master boots. <sighs> so, um, Jennifer Baker immediately recognizes the uh, hand roll cigar from the Turtle Club, right? Which means yeah. she's got a history of dating these really kind of rich dudes. Yeah. Possibly went to Italy. Now, this is where it starts to get a little crazy. Um, I'm on board. It's so cherries, crazy. This sounds like it might work. Cherries <laughs> have been grown in Italy in specific reason, regions, um, you know, the north of Italy. Uh but they do have the current record for the largest cherry ever grown at 33 grams. You know what it was? Barney. It was a fucking egg. An Energico egg that got implanted into Jennifer, who then escaped to America. And, and what, if it was the last, what if it was the last of a dying race? The, 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 the last the cherry, cherry pie, pie egg. Yeah, that's they why got wiped out by the Disguise family, and they left one egg. And they're on the run, so that's why she needs cash. Yeah. There we go. She can't leave yeah. a paper trail. It all leads back. It all, it all cycles back. <laughs> <laughs> the largest yeah. cherry in the world was an egg that contained Barney. <laughs> <Harney. laughs> I think that all of these theories do synergize. Yeah, are, are, are we are we good with this? I'm yeah. feeling it. Are we are you guys accepting Alan's my Barney turns inside out? Like... Cherry Pie Man. See, well, okay. So my theory is when, has... yeah, when Barney, since he's half a half seed, when he uses his power to disguise himself, that's when he bursts inside out. I don't think he uses it. I don't oh, think he knows how to use him. it. Like, I think it just moon. happens. See, I, no, I think uh, it's actually quite kind of the opposite. So he's like a human by default that disguises as yeah, only a cherry. So like he'll just go into this like but raving, it, that, that's dark side moment. Instead of disguising, he like it, it bursts out of him. His skin yeah, reverses. It's, like the, it's the, the dark side. The moon makes him turn into it. Yeah. So, all right. I guess we need to figure out, does he choose for this to happen or is it just random? Because I think he's not a disguisey by a full blood or not a mm -hmm. full blood energico. Mm -hmm. He 
was born with it as an STD. He's never been trained on it. I think he has like no a, idea how to use it or what his power is, much like Pistachio couldn't help but mimic everybody. Right. Okay. He's, so he's like one-fourth cherry. I think he'd be yeah. half cherry, right? Well, he'd be... Yeah, well, I think he's a big cherry pie man and Jennifer. Yeah. I he's think that's cherry. beautiful. And again, I, another thing that Alan said that I don't want to get lost is I really like the idea that the grandpa orchestrated all of this. Yes. Yeah, because he, he wrote the book. I like that. Well, I like that he orchestrated all of this just to get his family back on the Energico religion. It's the only thing that makes sense of that weird, the, like, voiceover interacting with Fabrizio at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I'm very... uh, uh, Alan, uh, you thought that you were going to get us a little bit peeved with that, but honestly, I think that both those things uh, are, are wonderful. Very, very acceptable theories. Thank you. This I, is I, how we I, know we got a professional. We're not fucking around yeah, anymore. Yeah, th- this man yeah. knows what's up. This guy, yeah. this is a guy who came prepared. Okay. Oh yeah, I, I like, I've really, I like, I watched this a lot and really stoned, really late at night, a bunch of times. <laughs> you know what? Uh, you know what? We have too many guests that come on here, and they, they just, they, they, they just react to our bullshit. Alan is out here. He's contributing to the bullshit. Bringing, bringing in the gold, really. This oh, yeah. man is a Thank bullshit you. artist, just like us. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, I was so excited to do this with you guys, and uh, I've just, I was, I was so pumped to feel like shit and be. I like stopped listening <laughs> to everything else and only like binge through this, so I could really just feel like a completely God. suffered in the last couple of weeks with you guys. I was just <laughs> neck deep in all of it. What the hell? <laughs> Why? Yeah, because not only did you watch this movie fifteen times, but you also listened to like. I don't know, what is it, like our 12 hours of content of us just talking yeah. about it? Yeah, it was fun. <laughs> it was a good time. I'm glad you had fun, because I don't think I would have fun doing that. Well, I mean, me I came too. Up with the cherry pie cryptid stuff, you know, it's a good time. Well, the it cherry pie cryptid, me a that's lot real. Of the, that's the that's very real. Because the cat came up with to itself. me is like, a, like, I think by the end of this year, you're going to feel very similar to the way I did with the cat in the hat, where... I was like, it was no longer lore. It was just fact. It in is the facts. way that like gravity pushes us down. The cat in the hat <laughs> is a demon. It is a portal to hell. And it's just like this is these are things that are. Like these are truths, and anyone who watches and studies the movie as much as we have will see that very clearly. I think yeah. it's bullshit when these people yeah. that don't even yeah. know what they're talking about are like, there's no way he's a cherry pie man. That makes no sense. Yeah, he wasn't in the Civil War. Bro, watch the movie as much as I have and then tell me that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You science. don't even have to. Get I, on I, our I, level. It's there. You guys aren't yeah. crazy. It's right there. I watched it. Yeah. I barely watched it. It is there. We are exposing truths and anyone who is de- is denying this is just denying like reality. There's a hidden message that nobody is seeing but us. Honestly, Eli, you gotta I, calm down. We, we are the chosen like ones. We are, we are the we are <laughs> Energico chosen ones. Energico warriors. <laughs> and we are here spreading the word of Energico to the masses. So you're welcome, okay, people listening to this. We are educating you. I'm sorry I told you to drive your car off the road earlier. I'm back to being your friend. <laughs> All right, Alan, do you, have, to your friend. do you have any more notes before I say um, any more bullshit? I believe... Oh, I did have... 
you mentioned at one point that Jim Jones is in the car when Fabrizio is getting arrested. Yes. That, like, I, it took me so long to watch it and pause it and see that it was Jim Jones that I was, A, impressed that you noticed that, and B, made me really believe it. Uh, he, he looks like Jim Jones. It really does, like, but only for like a like one camera flash. <laughs> like that's Jim Jones in the back of that car. Yeah. yeah, but there's like it's just barely there where you know they didn't want you to see it, but it fucking happened, man. They, they did it on purpose. They put they they like okay like meta wise the director put that extra in a Jim Jones costume on purpose mm-hmm. for, to spread our message. Okay, part yeah. of the, that's part of the entire message. Like, the Jim and, uh, Jones thing, like, that was very much on purpose. Why else dress that man like Jim Jones? Danny's wearing yeah. an Apollo 11 sweater when he goes into the room. That's Honestly, you know, you know what? We, what landing. was that documentary yeah. called? Room 237? Room 237. Room two, I own it. I we hate need, it. <laughs> we need a documentary like that for Master of Disguise. <laughs> yeah, we do. You And you guys are the ones to do it. Like, um, it's so real. <laughs> I have one final note, uh, and it's Mr. Peru Forever. Good. Yes. That was okay, all I watched. That's, that's all that's I said the last time I watched it. That's how I knew I was dead. Mr. You know Peru what? Even if I don't love Mr. Peru, I'm, I don't have enough passion about it to even care. Just like next <laughs> time you watch it, like listen to the grunts that are happening while he's dancing. <laughs> There's just these grunts, and it's awesome. <laughs> okay. I'll listen to the grunts of Mr. Peru. <laughs> stare him in the eye. Stare him direct. Yeah. Also, like, don't break eye contact with him the whole time. And then listen to the grunts. Well, that, that's the thing. If like you break eye contact Mr. with Mr. Peru, he takes that as an insult. He's like a silverback yeah. gorilla. Well, yeah, you'll have nightmares that night, and then you'll die seven days later. <laughs> okay, I. so, I, 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 Dave, if you don't mind, I'm going to go next. Yeah, please. Um, <laughs> I, and that, uh, that's actually a very good segue, Alan, because I wanted to talk about this. We've talked about this a little bit outside of the podcast, but I have been consistently dreaming about Master Disguise for yeah. months now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I don't think we've talked about this in a recording, so I want to have this conversation. Is this creeping into your dreams now? Yeah. It has been for a long time. I oh. Consistently. Like, yeah. I feel like it, it, not only is Master Disguise fucking up, like, my real life, but it's now, like, sunk into my, like, deep psyche so badly that I can't escape it even when I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. It Like, it's horrifying. I had a dream, like, literally just, like, two nights ago about Gammy Num Num. That's a rough one. Uh... Oh, my God, I hated it. She was just there. <laughs> she was just around. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough one. Because, uh, you have so much cleanup when you wake up. Am I right, fellas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wet dreams. <laughs> Amen. Wet, wet no, dreams it was, about like, It wasn't a dream about Gammy Num Num or Master Disguise. She just happened to be a part of it. It's just, like, it's rough at this point. So I just wanted to confirm that, that we are all going through that. Yeah. Uh, Alan, did you have dreams about the cat in the hat? You know, weirdly enough, I don't think I ever did. Really? And I'm a person that's like, I'm pretty constantly uh, terrorized by like night terrors. And I frequently yeah, wake too. up in the night either uh, screaming or sweating or uh, just in a panic. <laughs> but the cat in the hat, I think my brain was like, we're not going to do that to you, though, bro. It's like, <laughs> it was like the one thing was like, we won't, we won't, it's not going to be that fucked up. You'll like kill everyone you love, but like, you're not going to watch the cat in the hat in your dreams. That's okay. No, that'd yeah. be terrible. You wake up it, in the middle of the night, you're like it's on your TV. You're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was just such an like just a part of the day 
that I just didn't care. That it was that's, just always like that. My brain that wasn't what the big stress was of the day. That's so <sighs> interesting that like it didn't even like it didn't do that to your psyche. Yeah, because it's nice. not. It didn't even. It did everything else. It did everything but weird. Just enough. not the dream stuff. Yeah. And I sleep like underneath the painting of the cat in the hat. Oh God! Still. What? I don't know. I, ha- I I haven't had the strength to take it down. What? I um. Wow. We truly are starting a religion here. Sorry. That's, is that, uh, that that that's concerning, there, buddy. It's a good painting. It says the house was alive. all right i i I watched the movie eight times this month um three of those were today (laughs) damn dude you're really struggling through this yeah no no i'll I'll explain why because today was not much of a struggle and i'll get to that but um so i i i stuck to mostly like once a week this month i had a i had one double until today yeah. I, I'm I'm trying to go, take it easy, and you know what? It's been it's been great for me since I started taking it a little easier on this movie. It's it hasn't been as bad. I don't know. I just like I sit down like whenever I just happen to have some free time. I I uh, I, I put throw it on. It's a short watch. I uh, I suffer through it for a little bit, and then I'm done. <laughs> like that that's how it's been. I, it's still not a fun time when I'm watching it, but I it's only seventy minutes in a week, so that's fine. Yeah. I uh, I also started a new job this month, <laughs> uh, and that's been a lot of like different stresses and transitioning and stuff. And like, though it's kind of nice to have like sort of a constant, I guess. Yeah, you know like, what's the best constant is watching it every day, pal. No, yeah, I'm not going to do that because I don't. No. I'm not. Uh, I'm not a terrible person. Um, I but like I, it's kind of nice like right now to have Master Disguise in my back pocket. You know, it's just like. I was like, oh, if I'm feeling overwhelmed at work, I'll just uh, throw it on. And uh, the, the, it's so I think I've talked about this before that at my last job, I would watch Master Disguise at work sometimes. And I calculated it to be a little bit under $20 I got paid to watch Master Disguise. Um, <laughs> this new job of mine, I, 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 I make a little bit more money and I calculated it. And now I make a little bit over $35 to watch Master Disguise. Uh, and good. I watched it twice it at work this month, so I, I made about seventy bucks this month watching Master Disguise. <laughs> so honestly, it's a good this statistic is... to measure on. Oh, it's a racket! I'm gonna send beautiful. this to your <laughs> it's boss. A racket. Yeah, I was gonna say, make sure you add some like bleeps into that sentence so that you can keep yeah. that going. No, 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 <laughs> they'd, they'd love it. They'd love it. Um, they'd love it. <laughs> they'd be about it. Uh, a couple little notes before I get into the big conversation I want to have here: Pistachio's yeah. bedroom. During like the shaving cream beard scene with the underwear on his head, does not match who he is at all. <laughs> I don't Maybe. know if you guys have ever looked around that bedroom, but there's a sh- like, there's like a bookshelf behind him with like an old model ship and leather bound books on it. Okay, all right. Yeah. Well, here's, here's my theory. Okay. What if that was Dana Carvey's bed? Because going back to my theory that uh, this movie is more of a documentary about Dana Carvey. Um, what if that is Dana Carvey's room? And since Pistachio is only a character, it makes sense to why he's, you know, that's not what he would like because that's not his room. It's actually Dana Carvey's room. Well, I actually have another note here sort of about that theory of yours. So your theory is that this movie is about Dana Carvey, uh, who is like 
uh, you know, acting like pistachio. He's in a sort of psychosis. I yeah. have an opposite uh, feeling on that. Sort of a swap around. What if? What if Dana Carvey is the character? What if he's the disguise? Hmm. What? What if Pistachio is the one who disguises himself as Dana Carvey when he's not in this movie? So this is just Pistachio's life. So Pistachio was on SNL. This Pistachio movie would have to take place further Wade's in the world. past. <laughs> For Wade's world. Eli, this doesn't make any sense. Would, oh, oh this is the thing take... that doesn't make sense, really? Yeah. Yeah. The movie would have to take place further in the past because to be Dana Carvey for that many years, he would have yep. to have already been a master of disguise. True. So he would have been there way before George Bush was president. But we already know that like through Energico you can distort time. That is facts. We no, have I'm, sorry. I, I'm not I, I'm really having trouble with this. I don't know if I agree with this. I mean, I, it's a bit of a stretch. I will give it. That's just something to think about. I didn't put that much thought into it, but I thought it could be an interesting thought. Well, don't experiment. admit that. Yeah. <laughs> we don't put thought into anything in here. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I had to put so much thought into this fucking Energico STD shit just to get a... All right. I took the last two days off of work just to study on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, what a... Throw it in, Michael. It's like, listen, boss, I'm taking a master disguise day. It's like, well, we don't offer that. Yes, we do. Check the contract. We do. Yeah, I literally had to ask my hardware store boss, like, can I get the day off? He's like, what are you up to? He's like, I'm watching the cat in the head all day for a podcast. And he's like, what? I was like, just give me the day off. Just give it to me. Just give it to I me. Just, don't have I questions. Just need this, man. I don't want to get in this conversation. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Okay, uh, the guy at the party during the Mr. Peru scene, um, after Jennifer's like, oh, can I go to the, the bathroom? Uh, she walks away, and the random extra just goes, lovely woman. Lovely <laughs> woman. I, we've never talked about that. That's really weird. <laughs> That's just a bizarre line read. I don't, like, yeah. there's a lot of, uh, like, bizarre lines in this movie that just get sort of thrown in there. Yeah, and I feel like that one, one has kind of gone under our radar this whole year, so I want to highlight it, how fucking weird that is. <laughs> you know, like, Hold actually... on, are you saying Jennifer's not a lovely woman? <laughs> no, she definitely is. It's just a okay, weird uh-huh. thing. Like, Wait, the what's line a worst... reading, it's just a weird thing to say. What's, I, like, a, wor- what's a worst line read? woman. That or the Jessica Simpson one? I mean, I like, Jessica listen, Simpson. Listen, hold on. probably worse. I like the Jessica Simpson one. Oh, <laughs> you're like making it. fun of me for simping that game. No, I'm not. Wait, wait, wait. Which line specifically? The one where she's like, you're insane. That, yeah, that one. I love the you're insane one. <laughs> See, because in that scene, the you're insane thing is, is bad. But I love... When the guard, when she's driving away from the guards, and they're like Jessica Simpson, yeah, <laughs> like they just say her name in case we didn't know who it was. Uh, while we're I talking about crazy line. lines, oh, sorry, no, go, there you go, you, okay. You go. Uh, we're talking about crazy lines. I had one more note I forgot to say that during the Master of Disguise, I think it's like uh, whatever the one's playing when he's doing the montage of learning it's his disguise. It's the M A S T E R of disguise. What's in front of your eyes? Is that Master yeah. Part Two? Yeah, I think yeah. it's part one, is right? It? And then part right. two is playing during the credits. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but in the song, he is singing, he had to learn the way, and he turned into a fat guy and flew away. You're shaking <laughs> your head like, no way, but listen up to what I say. That's being sung literally while he turns into a fat guy and flies away. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's yeah, a beautiful thing. 
That's Why you bring this up? You brought this up during bad line reads. That's a yeah. Good what, are you, what are you talking? Line? about? I said during crazy great. lines. All right, all right. <laughs> he yeah, turned crazy into a fat guy and he flew away. It was it's just sick. like I was like, oh, that is what's happening right now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so shaking true. my head, going, no way. <laughs> no That's way. Me. How did he know? <laughs> oh, <laughs> me. During the assistant montage with the Whippet song, um, that one lady says she's an executive secretary for Jensen and Loeb. I looked into Jensen and Loeb, and I couldn't find anything. But there's a, a law firm called Jensen and Jensen. Isn't it? Wait, I thought she said Jensen and Roe. Is that? I thought it was Loeb. Because Jensen and Roe, I looked this up as well. Was uh, is like an architecture thing. Oh, cool. I mean that would make more sense then. I don't, usually when I hear two names, I think law firm. So Jensen and Jensen made sense to me, and I was just coming up with some like head that 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 they used to be that in the universe of this movie or something. <laughs> <laughs> but Jensen and Roe makes more sense. I could have just misheard her. Yeah, no, I'm I'm unclear. Um, I don't know. <laughs> my notes facts, here. Yeah. Viewing 42 with uh, for me was with Michael in his house um, yep. the morning after uh, we went to like a midnight movie screening. Uh, it, it was it was it was fine. You know, it's always better when you're watching with people. Um, yeah. it helps a lot. Um, little things. I don't know. I, I've been paying more attention to the background. In the scene where they're digging through the dumpster, and he's got those dope glasses on. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of random circus posters up in the background <laughs> right for the cabrini circus okay. um i uh i just noticed that i wanted to bring it up I, I i mentioned the fucking boxing posters in the last episode so i wanted to mention this one yeah uh we've talked about this before but bowman's henchman actors are different in like every scene yeah and, like there's some overlap between like some scenes but like it's never the same two guys it's quite the little squad then, huh? Oh, it's ridiculous. And they all sort of look like each other, so I, I, I'm wondering if it was like on purpose to make us be like, oh yeah, it's the same two guys. Yeah. And, um... Uh, he just has a type. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the bald, the big bald guy is the same big bald guy more than the other guy is the other guy. Yeah, yeah the I think, isn't guy? the other guy in the scene where they kidnap Fabrizio, though? Yes. yes, and yes. he's in. He's at the mansion, and he's at. Um, you see him like one or two other times, but, but it's uh, just, like, the bald guy is more consistently himself. But they also so. in the scene where they steal Fabrizio, they have like this other big guy that isn't the bald guy, right? Yeah, yeah. it's just some other huge henchman. Um, uh, Dave pointed out that uh, during the scene where they're like, "Oh, the henchman could not save, uh, stop her from being kidnapped," he pointed out that it was just like a doll. He's right. That's just a fucking dog doll sitting in that window. Yeah, the cuteness is just it, the, the cuteness puppet. does not move. If you watch that, it's just like completely still. It's definitely just like a stuffed animal. Yeah. He was shocked and surprised. He was scared. Yeah. No wonder he couldn't stop do. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the kid who gives uh, Pistachio a rose at the girls' school thing, he uh, there's like a moment where he looks basically like right at the camera lens. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you pay attention there that's an all girls um, school too where does the boy come from yeah he lurks it's across the street <laughs> alright uh, so that brings me to today the big thing that I want to discuss about uh, something and this is so funny because Alan mentioned this earlier but I um, 
I took shrooms today and watched the master disguise three times in a row. Nice. I, uh, I've been wanting to do this <laughs> since basically the beginning of the year. And I figured this was a, uh, a good time to do it. So I'm going to walk, uh, walk you through my process a little bit. Um, at 12.30 this afternoon, I uh, got off my very short shift of work. I, I worked 8 to 12 today. Um, then at 12.30, I made myself some tea, uh, drank, uh, drank, and, and I have some shroom powder, drank it all up, and I was like, all right, I got a good half an hour before I'm going to start feeling anything. Uh, so I went to shower. And, uh, well, no, at first I was going to ride my exercise bike, but then I decided not to. So I went to shower and then in the shower, it started hitting me immediately. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, fuck, I need to get the master disguise on now. (laughs) So what I did was I propped up my phone on my shower counter and started playing. Yeah, I've done that a few times, actually. I started playing master of disguise with the shower curtain open. While yep. showering and starting to trip balls. I'm I've glad that that, that was your first concern, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm tripping balls right now. I should get the Master of Disguise on. <laughs> yeah, well, that was the whole point of it. That's a great scene. <laughs> and so that was that was my first watch today. And I like this, I didn't, like, obviously shower through the whole thing. Though it was, the shower was very comfy and I was tempted. But I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to waste water. Yeah. Um, so, like, the whole time while I'm, like, getting dressed and stuff, it's playing on my phone. Um, and it's, it's very weird. Uh, and then like I pause it and I switch it on to my television and I'm all showered and clean and comfy and tripping balls and watching the master disguise. And I, it, it's a weird thing. So Alan mentioned that he had like almost like a scary experience realizing like that's a man trapped in there. I like, I had sort of a similar thing where I was watching Dana Carvey and I was just realizing like this guy is, I felt bad. I felt very bad for Dana Carvey, not for like, because he's trapped or like, he's not like, he's having a terrible time. Mostly just cause like, I, he doesn't realize, I don't know how terrible this is. Like, yeah, he's, he he's seems to be himself. really putting in a lot of work. I mean, he wrote the movie as well. So it's even like extra. And then and like, like, I feel the... bad. Like, do you yeah. think that Dana Carvey was like sad when the reviews for this came out? Yes. Yes. Mm, I feel like this was no. I think he was. He could be a leading man, and he fucked it up because nine eleven was against him. Yeah. <laughs> so I am of the belief that he knew the reviews were going to be bad. Like he, I think he's smart enough to see the first cut of the movie and be like, "Shit, we fucked up." I agree there. I don't. I so I think I he expected earlier. the bad reviews. You think during the filming? Yeah, because like I mean, if the, if because this feels so dumbed down, I feel like that is a constant like noted, 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 noted every day. Well, he until made the just movie, by the end of it, he's like, "Fuck." Well, I mean, what Eli pointed out that he made the movie for his kids, essentially. Um, okay, so, well, that I mean, was like, my theory. It, out. And then there's also well, like, that's the what whole... he said in interviews afterwards. But that could be him trying to cover up the fact. Yeah, no, it definitely. Like, is. Because like in interviews and stuff, when he's promoting this movie, he's always like, "Oh, it's a fun kids movie. I wanted to make something that my kids could watch." But that could just be him trying to save yeah. face a little bit. Yeah, like when, yeah, when like you criticize a movie, and then people are like, "Oh, it's a kids movie." Like you know, it's definitely it was he's definitely trying to make a kids it. movie. Right, like, I, I think that's like I think that no, that makes sense to me. So. Like, I think he expected the reviews, but I think he was still sad about it, probably. Yeah. 
Yeah, I could. I agree with that. I think he was sad, but he knew that it was going to be a bad movie. Just not that bad. And like, and then so I I, I finished watching my first watch through, and I took like a like a twenty minute break, of, from the movie just to kind of a uh, sit and assess where how I'm feeling. And I I it's one of it's weird like sometimes when you're tripping um you don't realize like how hard you're tripping until like you like don't have something to distract you. Yeah. So like as soon as the movie once. ended like and it, like cut back to the HBO screen cuz I like I just sat through the whole credits. Um it like went to <laughs> silence and I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> I was like, "Jesus Christ." And I had a hard time navigating the HBO <laughs> layout. Because it was layout. overwhelming. There was like other you recommended know, movies. Yeah, no, I agree with you though. Uh, HBO has a bad layout, and they should yeah. have tested it with people tripping balls. Yeah, honestly, no, it, like it had like a, those movies on the bottom. Where it was like more like this, and I was like, ah, no, <laughs> I, I just want to start it over. Where's that button? But I got it back on. Um, watched it again. <laughs> like. Uh, yeah, and this by this time I'm like you know like in it like this it's no longer the come up like I am in the trip and it is like it's a bizarre experience because it's like simultaneously like an amazing watch experience of this movie but also like it's just like it really emphasizes how bad everything is because like yeah. I'm not seeing a movie anymore I'm seeing people just standing there talking and like it just like it comes off as very unnatural mm. you just like it really emphasizes like i don't know if this person was in the room with me talking like that i'd be like dude what the fuck is wrong with you like like <laughs> you're not a normal person no no like sir are you okay like i, I it's like dude like get out of my face like you are obviously not like safe to be around <laughs> <laughs> and like I, I started to get really introspective and i'm like why did i why, why am i doing this what kind of person am i what like what am i gaining from this am i a different person than i was at the beginning of this because yes. of master disguise yes you're stronger you're stronger i i i don't i i don't think so i it's like it mm. feels like i haven't changed much other than just the fact that like i have to i happen to have watched this movie this many times it was you're like a weird it. introspective moment where I was like, I was like thinking about, I was like, why did we even do this? <laughs> like, what we, kind of people does this? I had, it's funny we had similar moments, but it seems like we came to different conclusions. Yeah, very much different. Um, and then I watched it a third time. Nice. And by this time, I'm coming down. Like, for those that don't know, if you drink it with a tea, usually shrooms go a little bit faster. So it's only about like a four or five hour trip. Yeah. Um. <laughs> So I watched it the third time. It, it wasn't quite as enjoyable the third time in a row. Um, go figure. Uh, but I was still in a very, very good mood. Like, I, I, I had a very good day today. But it was... Um... Oh, I also want to say that Michael called me uh, right, like, right yeah. near the end of my second viewing. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, can we figure, can we make a plan for this?" And he was like, "Yeah, we definitely can." 
but not right now. <laughs> I didn't want to spoil like for the podcast. And he was like, and then he was like, I'm not in a state of mind where I can discuss it. I was like, oh, did you take mushrooms? And he was like, he was like, I can't say anything until the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I was so excited when like, I got a phone call though. I was like, ooh, phone call, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were really excited when you picked up the phone actually. <laughs> I was stoked. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Someone call me. But um so yeah, my third watch through, um, less notes about like actually tripping and more just like things I noticed. We haven't really disguised uh, d- uh discussed this yet. Um The Master of Disguise for Dummies book. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've ever paused it and, like, looked at that, but I'm pretty sure that that was just, like, a programming for Dummies yeah. book that they just disguise, like, like disguise Dummies. Yeah. Because, like, if <laughs> Un- you look at the back of it, it literally says, like, get programming today. Yeah. <laughs> but even, like, and it's kind of impressive, though. It's, it's a pretty good prop. Because if you, even, like, some of the small print does say Master Disguise on it and, like, Disguise stuff, which is why it's weird that the big red thing on the back says, like, programming. I think they just didn't do the back. They didn't think about it. Yeah, well, even, no, well, part yeah, of the back does thing, have a Disguise should. thing in the small print. The it fuck? says, like, Disguise. Then what the hell? Yeah, exactly. It's like, huh. And I, I, and then, like, the in-universe, like, implications of that book is, like, do they own the company that publishes the For Dummies books? Yeah. <laughs> they control yeah, they information. It it's just a bootleg. Yeah, yeah I think it's shit. a bootleg. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's yeah. why it's the program. it says programming, because they took a programming cover and made it their own, but didn't do a good job at it. Maybe because you have to program disguises into yourself. Right. Oh man! Yeah. Whoa! Well, it also mentions that it comes with like a with a, a CD-ROM. Uh, <laughs> yeah, suppository. Uh, like a lot of for dummies books did. So I'm really curious what was on that CD-ROM. Just a bag of cherries. <laughs> a bunch of JPEGs of cherries. Just a, just a bunch of screensavers of like cherries flying across your screen. Oh, with the little wings. Yeah, like the toasters <laughs> one. There's a mini game where you can build a Sunday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> cherry on top. But yeah, so that that's basically it for all my notes. The big thing was I, the fact that I fucking did it. I I, I I took a hallucinogen and watched Master of Skies three times, and I like I I didn't get any sort of giant revelation out of this, but I did come out of it. I guess sort of having more of a respect. Like I, it felt like I hung out with this movie today. <laughs> Like if it that was a big part of it, yeah. Well, it makes like it kind of felt like the movie was my buddy today. Like it's a weird buddy, a buddy that I wouldn't hang out with very much. But you know what? Like he's not so bad. He's he's all right. This guy, this guy's all right. <laughs> I, I whatever. He, he he was my partner today in this, <laughs> and uh, I, I I'm thankful for that. I guess I. Yeah, that's all I have to say about it. <laughs> Dave. Um. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll wrap it up. Mine's more, like, short and sweet. Now, uh, as, as we all are here, we are uh, famous fans of The Master of Disguise 2002. Of course. Um, I think Big each man. of us, in our own unique way, take a part of this with us home every time we leave this podcast, right? Mr. Peru. 
Yeah, exactly. Like, and I even have a, I even have a note here for this recent band of watches. The I love the Mr. Peru dance scene because watching a different background dancer keeps me sane. Mm. It's a good scene. Okay. Like my favorite it's is the dude scene. who does like the finger guns and yeah, like a huge the arm extension. Cool. Yeah. Um, finger guns is always cool. Can we all just agree on that? Yeah, finger yeah. guns yep. is easily the best thing you can do in your life. Pretty sweet Ever. move, not gonna lie. Um, can I just say that the I think the coolest way to do it is to snap into it. Oh, for sure, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, course. yeah. The snap yeah. to finger gun, yeah, well, double that, combo. That's a Alan. You don't even have to say that. I, hey yeah, man, I just yeah. you know you know I, this is the first time we've all talked. I just wanted to make sure that we're all like on the yeah. same page. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, I respect that. Yeah, but it's a given. How dare you assume less of us? Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'll let it slide this time. So, All right, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> just don't let it happen uh, again. Uh, sure. The sorry. the kiss scene sucks. Yeah, and it's the a rough only scene. Rede- the only redeeming part of that scene that makes it bearable to watch at all is Jennifer just dunking on Pistachio <laughs> at the start of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's like, before it's, today, I thought you were the worst human being on planet yeah. Earth. You disgusted <laughs> me. My vagina dried up in your presence. But I wish it ended now. there, honestly. I know, I know. I wish it ended before the, but now. Honestly, it would be a better scene if she just said all that and then she's like, good night. Yeah. <laughs> all right, bye. When I first met anyway, you, I thought I just, you should be put out of your misery because what were you doing walking around this earth with the rest of us? Like, what you the make fuck? I still I like work tomorrow. My boyfriend has my car. <laughs> <laughs> Can I still get that right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, um, it is. Uh, I do have to say, I, I could have kept this to myself, but for the sake of personality and who I am, I have to come out and say it. I throw myself on the mercy of the court. I missed a viewing. What? Oh, I, I knew it. A okay. viewing. You know what pisses me off about this? I remind every fucking week to get your viewing in this week because I know that they don't. They they cut it close sometimes. All right. Not, I've cut it close a few it. times, but I've never missed I, one. No, and I said to Dave once, Dave, you need to watch it. I think you're about to miss a viewing, and he was like, I'm fine. Dave, now, was it that but, time? No, it was not that time, but it okay. was. Uh, it was actually two weeks ago that I missed. Wow. Um, uh, yeah, like you I need said, to watch it three times in a day. Yeah, yeah. Right? So actually, 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 I wanted to go last because I'm throwing myself on the mercy of my peers here. The, well, no the, deal. The master of the cast, the cat in the hat, the master of the disguises. What uh-huh. is my punishment? What I think three in a day. Acceptable. Three in a day, back to back. You have to make one sitting of it. You can't do morning, uh, afternoon, and night. You have to do three back to back to back. You have to do what I did, but you have to do it sober. Sober? You have to watch it at a quarter speed. (laughs) Oh, once once at a quarter speed? How long did that take for you? Like five hours? (laughs) Yeah, it was 72 minutes. Okay, Dave, you know what? Dave, we'll give you a choice. Three times in one day, back to back to back, no stopping, Um, and you have to be sober, or 
Uh, 25% speed, and you can get moderately high. Not excessively, moderately. No, you gotta let him get excessively high. <laughs> excessively? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. Part one of the punishment, quite frankly. That's, that's making this movie like five hours long. I think we should have him one-third. Okay, one-third or three times in a row. Sober I'll, for three times in a row. I'll do one-third speed if somebody can help me out. I will. I will send you the file. I'll work on it right after this. We can I do gotcha. that for you, Dan. I accept. I accept my punishment as uh, the Lord wow. Master. Wow. I this know. Is, like, I might even lose my title. You, yeah, you, I, we're gonna have to present it to the council. I was nervous. Like, I genuinely thought I could get away with this, but at the same time, there was like this burning inside of me, going. Mm. You have no, and we to, appreciate you, you being honest, Dave. I want you to know that. Yeah, yeah. like I, I'm on I, the light I, side of Energico here. Yeah, that took a lot to be brave and, and to admit that, you know, you suck. But yeah, that you're yeah. the worst. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, does that mean that you only watched the movie three times in June? Uh, no, I still got four watches in this month, bringing me up Wait, to was 35. It? You missed I do, a week. Yeah, I just did a double oh, on one damn. week and missed one. Damn, 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 Dave. Yeah. It's, Dave, I think when you have to watch it at a third of speed. almost watched it ten times as much as you. <laughs> I think after you watch it at a third of speed, you'll uh, you'll really like be the lore master, and you're really gonna see something that nobody's ever seen in this movie. You know what? You're right. I'm I'm like I gotta lean into this just like you did. You you kind of like brace for the impact, and then it's like a cool wave over the, your body. Okay, I have um I I put the times uh, the file in Premiere, and I changed it to to uh, one third speed. And the movie is just under... Oh, wait. Hold on. It messed up. Hold on. Damn it, Michael. <laughs> okay, it's almost four hours. Oh, my God. It's three hours, 45 minutes. It's the Irishman, but better. Yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, <laughs> yeah. wait, wait, wait. Okay, I'm going to give myself just the little extra added punishment. I have to watch all the way to the last end credit scene. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Just, just <laughs> right. it's like a watch it to the end every time. Not every. Not we've every talked time. about this. Um, not every single time. I, I don't know if I, I. Sometimes I'll let it like go through, but yeah. uh, it, I don't always watch all the credits. I don't I do blame you, but I also feel like you should because the movie doesn't stop. No, uh, oh for sure, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of bullshit yeah. in the credits. Too much. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, the majority of, I'd say about like over half the time I watch the credits, but. That's not required here. <laughs> it's um, it's I, suggested. I did, but I was also unaware that I was only doing it for the month, so it wasn't the same yeah. punishment. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, oh my god. Um, See. The See, credits, yeah. Do, okay, do you guys think the credits are some of the worst parts of this movie? Yes. Yeah. Um, I, I wish they had the toy character in still. That's well, it's yeah, like, so may too. or may not. It's so fucked up. They keep you there. They're like, "Oh no, the movie's not over. You still, yeah. we still have more. No, we still have right. more." And then they berate yeah. you at the end. Yes, yeah. like just let us leave the room. Yeah, yeah, they do. They're like, "Hey, you're still here. What the fuck is your problem? You yeah, fucking get out of bitch. here, mm. dumbass." I thought that was weird when the slapping dummy man gave me the middle finger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, that's show business, baby. <laughs> baby. <laughs> Dave, do you have any more notes? No, I just uh, just that I accept my punishment and I, I feel it is just. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I will come out of this stronger for next uh, next episode. Promise. I'm so excited to see what becomes of you after you uh, change into a new man after yeah. watching this at one. Thank you. Speed. This is my spirit journey transformation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is bad. Your vision oh, four quest. hours of this movie is pretty rough. Honestly, though, Dave, all did my my favorite like aspects of the cat in the hat from the daily thing to the mushrooms thing. Now the third speed. Yeah, Alan has influenced us a lot today. We we I, yeah, I think parts of your character. I'm gonna be honest. Oh, yeah. dude, that's the way I always influence people. Yeah, <laughs> always negatively. Like, like I feel like you're like worse. <laughs> like I feel like you're the kid who's like I'm waiting for my mom outside of like school in sixth grade, and you're like the kid who's like fucking with me a little bit, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. Like, I wouldn't bully someone not until I was later in life, not until I was right. done being bullied. All right, then I guess we can start wrapping it up. Alan, would you like to promote your shit here? Um, yeah, you can find me on Spotify, um, Alan Richardson. Um, I have a band Noisebreaker you can find on Spotify. I have a sketch group, The Dirt Men. Um, you can find my stuff on YouTube. And just follow me on Instagram, 10GallonMrAllen, uh, because this September I'm going to be releasing an album of music uh, I wrote and recorded while watching The Cat in the Hat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and Alan told me about this uh, back when we first invited him on, and I think that's fucking brilliant. Honestly, Thank you. Was... It was like it was a big thing where just every day I would watch it, and every now and then I would just hook up my USB MIDI controller, and I would have – you could set QuickTime Player to always be on the front of your screen no matter what. Yeah. So I'd have my, you know, my like my workspace up and then just still the movies playing and I'd have, uh, you know, it going into one ear and the music going in the other. and I would just play music along to it. And uh, I learned how to play piano that way. It's and it's thing. very funny because oh, ever since you mentioned that to me, I've actually considered doing something similar for Master Disguise. But I, um, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm not going to commit to that because, like I said, I don't want to negatively influence how much i like making music <laughs> yeah i think i think just go with the flow with all of it i mean just just let yourself do whatever you feel like doing next time you watch the movie every time <laughs> just live in this experience boys but i don't I, I like i was happy to have created something while i watched it and experienced it because then i put it away for a year and took it back out and i was like this music is so fucked up <laughs> and even ones where I've like I've shown people like oh I made this chill song, and I'll play it and they'll be like this is terrifying sounding. And I'm, like, oh, I'm sorry, I thought it was like a fun mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, are you okay? I got that. I get that a lot. I I got that. <laughs> I still do. <laughs> uh, well, Alan, thank you so much for being yes, Thank on. you guys. This Seriously, was a blast. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, oh, real, real quick, real quick. Um, do your uh, top three disguises. Oh, top three disguises. Well, let's yeah. See. Oh man, what's I'm trying trying to think of the three and the two because the one is, you know. Uh, Give me number, number. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> Numbums is like so far at the bottom. Yeah, oh. bottom with the with the turtle because the turtle fills me with sadness, in like so... a way that I just like. I think it might be the Indian character, the num- gamey num nums, then the turtle for maybe the bottom three. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. fair. That hurts. Um, 
I don't think I like any of the discount. Oh, you know what? No, it's Mr. Peru is number one. Cherry Pie Man is number two. Yes. And then um, I got to say just George Bush is number three because I okay, so just... kind of, It's kind of fucked you don't have Cl- uh, Clint or Terry Swab in there. Michael, do you keep saying Clint? Yeah. It Quint? It's Quint. Yeah. I, I thought it was Clint literally this whole time. All of my notes say Clint. Every time I've referred to this man, I've said Clint. <laughs> I'm going to kick your ass, buddy. 79 watches in, it's been Clint. <laughs> yeah. Um, it looks like new every time. I don't like Terry Swat. I don't. I really don't like. The only reason I like the George Bush one is because it reminds. It's just like eh, here's a Dana Carvey impersonation he always did, and it yeah, feels he, so lazy. But it is like, oh yeah, it was Dana Carvey in this movie, wasn't it? <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, oh yeah, I did like this guy. Well, that's why I turned this on. Oh yeah, Dana Carvey has been funny in other things. Not oh, right wow. now or in this character, but he was in episodes where he did this character. Um, so, so one thing I forgot to bring up, um, uh, I found out recently that my father listens to Dana Carvey's podcast pretty oh, regularly. Wow. And last episode, you literally said, who the fuck listens to Dana Carvey's yeah. podcast? <laughs> yeah. You guys well, got to try to get know, in touch with fucker. someone from this movie. Yeah, well, we're, we're trying. Um, hopefully it works out. Um, I broke into a Twitter war with Alec Berg, where he called me insane for a long wow. time. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. Okay. I, goodbye, everybody. Episode Bye. 7, gone. We're Bye. done. Mr. We're Bruce done. Alright, all you turtles and turtets. That's the show. Have yourself a wonderful evening. Bye-bye.